What's up, everybody? And welcome back to Hey, What You Watching? The weekly podcast where Marcelo Pico and I discuss the films we've been watching. This is episode 72, It Podcasts at Night. And I'm your host, Matt Curione. And with me, as usual, is... Hey, it's your co-host, Marcelo Pico. How you doing, Matt? Swell, with a capital S. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> it's felt... It feels like it's been like two weeks since we've talked, right? Because it has. It has been two weeks. <laughs> it's uh, been a long time. I was sick... Uh, was it last week or the week before? It was two weeks ago. Was I was the week sick. Before, yeah. Uh, Rob filled in. Uh. Uh, <laughs> was that uh to me or Rob? Oh, that scamp. <laughs> Rob, good old Rob. But no, the episode turned out fine. Uh, you you guys talked Alien Covenant. I did uh, congratulations, and <laughs> and now now it's back to normal. Uh, we took a week off last week. Uh, yes. Now we're back to our normal normal routine where I cannot talk. I don't know what what is happening with my mouth. It's good. It feels like home. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, and here we go. We're, we're going to do what we do best, which is this show, right? <laughs> it's what keeps me alive. <laughs> Literally what keeps you alive. This, there are like IVs going from the laptop to your to your. Oh, there are. Right it's, now. Yeah. It's, it's a horrifying thing. It's like a David Cronenberg movie. So, Matt, <laughs> uh, this is the part of the show where we just talk about nothing. Um, I haven't, so, I haven't had any weird fast food recently. No weird fast food. Uh, no, there's I, nothing out there that catches my eye. Uh, how's your dog? He's great. He's great. He's passed out in the other room. It's wonderful. Um, what else? What else is happening in your life, Matt? Um. <laughs> Nothing. What nothing? There's literally nothing else. Nothing of interest is happening with you. I've just been watching movies. <laughs> playing some video games. This which is I how, rarely do. It's this weird. Is, this is how relaxed I am. I was just about to ask you what movies have you watched? But this is lip that is literally That's the show. That is the show. So forget that would I was be gonna a spoiler, ask spoiler, my no. friend. Uh, well, I'm glad you're doing, you're doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, my su- my summer semester just started, so I'm doing that. Oh, that that's a nightmare. A, a nightmare and a half. Uh, and I have that going <laughs> on. Uh, hey, TalkFromSociety.com is still chugging along. Uh, well, still... yeah, it's what it, that's another thing that's keeping me alive. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much what's happening in my life. Uh, no need to, to get in my personal stuff. Because um, <laughs> that's a nightmare. <laughs> but, hey... <laughs> This, oh God! <laughs> this is the show. Talk where, later. Yeah, no, we won't. This is a oh, show in which we talk about movies, and we'll stick into that. Um, we, we we had a nice change of pace last episode, which was a vault episode where me and Matt just drank and just talked. You got horribly drunk. I, well, I didn't that get was bad. I, I I personally did not get horribly drunk. I had like maybe four beers. I uh, vaguely remember. That. <laughs> that is not a good thing to say. Um, but it, it turned out great for what it was. Um, yes. I, I should have cut out more from that episode. Kind of embarrassing drunk stories. Yeah, but it's shenanigans. It is shenanigans. Um, that won't happen too often, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I'm drinking water tonight. Uh, what are you drinking, Matt? Yeah, what, what, drinking beer. Drinking beer, so... You're having a fun time. I'm like a regular, like a regular bro. Because <laughs> that's cr- exactly what I'm not. You're cracking a cold one with the boys. That's kill me, please. <laughs> I hate that meme. Enough of this segment where we just talk about nothing. Let's move on. All right, Matt. Yeah, sure. Matt. Yeah. Here we go for the show this week. What do you want to take a trip down to Matt's Riddle Corner? Exactly. That's exactly what yeah. I want to do. Yes. Go this is the it, riddle corner where I give cryptic clues about what films we'll be discussing. Yes, where we have contempt for our listeners. 
uh, who it's imagine a listener who's just like out jogging or something like they're on an elliptical like they don't they don't you know they, they're not gonna look down at their i you know their iphone or anything uh but yeah, it's gonna be a surprise what we're gonna be discussing because matt you're not gonna reveal what it is you know these movies kind of i mean yeah they have to figure it out so matt yeah. go ahead well this this week we're gonna take a trip to no man's land and then we're gonna sail the high seas with some ghost sharks that's a thing. And then we're going to hang out with The Rock on the beach, and it's not going to be a very good time. But then we're going to have some awesome drugs injected to our brain by a, a slug thing. And then something miraculous will happen that's not a kilometer. I don't know. I've never seen that movie, so I, I can't really make a joke about it. Then we're going to hang out in the woods, and then something else is going to happen. I think Tilda, I think Tilda Swinton's in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to hang out with uh, the best hair in Hollywood. Yeah. for all day and then we're going to hang out with a whole bunch of creatures of the night there we go perfect that uh, are universally loved oh uh, you've revealed too much you know, the listeners know uh yeah so that segment is done uh, this oh is going God. this is going well this is a, this is a, you were so good for a little while there a, and then you just <laughs> the rust started to show this is a st- uh, I was just talking off mic how like I think I'm getting better at this podcasting thing yes. I don't think that's the case I think I'm getting worse <laughs> I think that's it, fine. it's like a curve where I'm like oh I'm progressively getting better and then I just go ah forget it and then you uh, get on mic you're like oh wait what <laughs> what is this in front of me but uh, hey let's get this train rolling Let's let's get it back on the rails, uh, Matt. We Queens go on rails. Uh, we, let's have a change of pace this week uh, with a guest. We have a guest. We actually have a guest uh, tonight. Um, she is a delight. <laughs> I will start off by saying this: uh, her name is Karen Han, and you can find her all over the internets where she writes. And I'm so happy to have her on. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for having me. Karen, yeah, you like Matt was saying, a delight. Uh, out of the many favorite people I follow on Twitter, you're one of them. You are. Oh, so, yeah. thank you. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, it's going to be a good time. So. Yeah, of course, absolutely, my pleasure. Yeah, and on such short notice, thank you so much. <laughs> yes, thanks for filling in. Um, no worries. But yes, uh, what what better person to have? You know, talk about movies than you, Karen. Uh, all right, what do we do next, Matt? <laughs> We get to know our guests. We get, we, yeah, you know, let's let, let's open the book that is Karen. Okay, what, sure. <laughs> what makes Karen tick? Well, but we're we're about to find out. Oh boy, <laughs> is there a set question list? Oh yes, the, uh, Matt has one. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay. Sure. Why not? Um, I'll ask you what I ask every guest. Uh, sure. What is the first movie you remember seeing in a theater? Um, I'm not sure. I My parents told me that the first movie that they took me to go see was The Lion King, but the first movie I remember seeing in general was At Home, which was Amadeus, the Peter Schaefer adaptation. Ooh, yeah. Wow, that's, def- that's, that's, that's an awesome movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it rules, and it's one of my favorite movies now, but it definitely scared the wits out of me when I was a kid because it opens with Salieri committing suicide, and I was like, not ready for that. No, not at all. Spoiler alert. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. Yeah. Spoiler for the first There's five minutes. Two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's uh, that's one I haven't seen yet. Uh, you know, for oh, the 32-year-old 32, 32 movie. Yeah. It's spoiler. So good. It's I, so good. I, I need to see it. it. It's like I sit on these movies that I haven't seen for, I don't it's know It's quite why. good, Marcelo. It's on Netflix now, isn't it? I can just watch yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think, think so. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Um, 
yeah, we we've talked on this podcast about movies we haven't seen that we should we should have seen already. Um, yes, mm-hmm. I um, saw two thousand one Space Odyssey for the first time like two months ago, so that took me a while. Ooh, oh, awesome! Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like uh, for me, I do it like for selfish reasons uh, because I'm like, oh, I can wait on certain movies and maybe. Uh, you know the draft house was screened them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I I have that you know luck that I live next to like six draft houses. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. Um, I'm not even gonna hide it anymore. You're a jerk. <laughs> I don't want to rub it in, but I live next to like the greatest movie theater. Like in the world, six of them. Yalamo Draft House, where dreams are made. Yeah, um, and we'll talk about that later in the show. Uh, will we? We will. <laughs> I'm uh, shocked. <laughs> Here's a question to the listeners: Has there been an episode of this podcast of Hey, What You Watching? Why don't talk about the Draft House? Yeah, the ones you're not on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway, um, let's move on. Enough about me. Uh, Matt, <laughs> do you have another question? I asked my, my first question. You go now. Okay, fine. Uh, Karen, <laughs> uh-huh. do, you, do you have a movie theater in which you love? That, um, yeah, that you love? Well, I mean, New York, you're kind of spoiled for choice. Um, I The Metrograph, obviously, the Quad Cinema just opened. It's really, really nice. Um, as far as the big ones... There, I live on the Upper West Side, so I don't really get out to the draft houses often, but there is a very nice IMAX theater around Lincoln Center that I like. These are not very interesting answers, but yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I find them interesting. Like, I've read about the, the was it, the, the, the uh, Metrograph? Like, they, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, even like I'm, I'm, you know, by draft houses, like, I'm jealous of what they screen there every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I, uh, all the 35 millimeter prints they have. Yeah, uh, uh, you know the draft house can only do so much. So, and in, in that sense, I am jealous. So hey, you know there you go, Matt. I can Even be jealous. Yeah, yeah, I can be jealous. I have an AMC I go to. Um, <laughs> What's your favorite theater? Just, the AMC that's ten minutes from my house because they put in new recliners and reserved seating, and it's delightful. You know Very what? Nice. I I uh, go to a uh, Tinseltown. I think it's a. I can't remember if it's a Regal. Or something else, or Cinemark, but they recently put in reserve seating and fancy recliners. So, yeah, yeah. the seats are really comfy, and the screens are big and pretty. And even if you're in the first row, you're still like twenty feet away from the screen, which is awesome. See, I'm yeah. glad. Yeah, I'm glad theaters like that are doing that. You know, actually improving yeah. <laughs> the theater experience because yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. Gotta uh, say, I love a recliner. Yeah. yeah. Oh. God, it's 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 a delight. I love it so much. <laughs> not to uh, not to skip ahead, but uh, I watched uh, Baywatch two weeks ago, and one of the best things about that viewing was the recliners I got to sit in. <laughs> so there you go, uh, Matt. How? Uh, yes. I think it's your turn now. Do you have another question? Hmm. Okay, here's a maybe. It's an easy one. I don't know. I'm listening. Uh, what's your favorite movie of the year, and why is it Cure for Wellness? <laughs> Oh my god, it's just the most insane movie I've ever seen, and I genuinely, like, I love when movies just lean really hard into being really weird. And Same. I have, I as I was saying before we started recording, I have been, like, a little nervous that I've overhyped this movie for my friends, because, like, really, the movie doesn't have that much by way of structure, it just gets weirder and weirder and weirder. Oh yeah. Which is not necessarily something that 
people are totally down with. But I love it. It's it's genuinely one of my favorite movies of all time now. Oh wow! <clears throat> I mean, Matt, you are a huge fan of the Cure for Wellness, right? I love it so much. Matt got uh, the cure. <laughs> I did. I did. It was lo- it was it was lovely. Uh, I just love Gore Verbinski so much. Oh yeah. I've always loved Gore Verbinski. I love how he just like throws crazy shit at the screen constantly and he's like well let's see if this sticks and if it doesn't stick he'll move on to something else and throw something even crazier at the audience i mean this guy has this guy has a viciously vicious mean streak uh with Mm -hmm. his movies and cure for wellness is no no slouch in that department yeah, it's incredible. Let's talk uh, Verbinski for a, a tiny bit because I let me mention one thing about Verbinski real quick. Okay, you, you go ahead, Matt. I was talking to Carlo the other day about this, and uh, I st- I am still shocked that Disney let him get away with that intro for Pirates Three. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of pirates is shocking to me. I rewatched them recently, and kind of the whole time I was like, number one. None of us should have been surprised by a cure for wellness based on how insane <laughs> the Pirates movies are. Yeah. And number two, there's some really insane stuff in there for movies that are supposed to be like family entertainment. Yeah, for kids. Yeah. They they start off the third one by murdering a kid. Yep. Like, like what? Like, he doesn't get away. He dies. He for sure who, dies. Who in the Disney boardroom was like, yeah, do it. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thank you so yeah, much. You're welcome. Uh, I think I talked about it on this show a few months ago. I I stayed up and watched Pirates two and three, and I could not keep my eyes off the screen. Like I've yeah, always great. I've always been they're a fan. So good. I've I've been a fan of that trilogy for a while now because yeah, it's just so insane. It's bonkers. Like yeah, it just like the the finale of three. With that, like whirlpool, like uh, ship fight, yes. and the marriage in the middle of all that car, of like all that chaos. No, it's nuts. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. And that fight in two, when like they're on that wind, what was what, what that thing they're on? Like the the they're sword fighting on like the, a windmill, like, water yeah, wheel. like a water yeah. wheel, water yeah. wheel. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> the insanity put on screen. It's like they, I mean, they, they gave Gore Verbinski, the director of Mouse Hunt, all the money in the world, yeah. and it's uh, I love it. Yeah, it's he's great. I mean, I haven't seen everything he's done, but everything I've seen, I've really enjoyed or loved. I, I'm a this, huge fan. This guy's pretty damn good. And the, I forgot to add it to my movie list this week, but yeah, I watched the first Pirates. It's wonderful. Yeah, so good. The first ring I love. Uh, Same. Verbinski's ring. Love it to death. Um, and I love Mouse Hunt. <laughs> I need to rewatch. Well, I think I should. Okay, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I live action cartoon. <laughs> I have not seen a cure for wellness. Uh, I'm gonna. You're buy... in for a treat. You're in for a treat. I'm gonna blind buy the Blu-ray this week because yes, many people have told me it's it's amazing. It's worth watching. You know, Matt for one, Rob, uh, plenty of people on Twitter. Uh, yeah, so I, uh, I, we, we, I think we were talking off mic. Like I, what, Matt? What movie did I see instead of uh, A Cure for Wellness that weekend? <laughs> I saw the <laughs> fucking Great Wall. <laughs> I don't know why that happened. I don't. Shame know. on you. I don't know. I, I'm a, I'm a stupid person. I'll fully admit that. But no, I'll remedy that with A Cure for Wellness. God, uh, I hope so. And I'll report back in the next episode. With my thoughts. Yes, please. Yes. Hopefully by next week you're cured. There we go. It's a nice way <laughs> to go. You'll be feeling much better. <laughs> um, hey, do you have any more questions, Matt? 
No, I'm good. Yeah, I think we, we... got we got to gush about Gorovitsky. It was wonderful. Yeah, that was really the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> what a great show. Okay, that's it, everybody. <laughs> we talked about right. Gorovitsky. <laughs> Thanks for another episode of Verbinski Cast. <laughs> Um, so that is. Oh, that. also, also, sorry. Rango's amazing. Yeah, you love Rango. You've it's so good. It's great. You said Rango is your favorite western of all time. Second favorite western Second of all time. Which one is the first one? Yeah, what's the Unforgiven. First? Oh, okay, okay of yeah. Course. I I distinctly remember you saying during an episode that it was your favorite, but yeah, they go back and forth. Okay, fine. Fair Rango enough. Rango and Unforgiven. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean Rango's perfect. God yes. damn it, it's so fun. <laughs> so bizarre. I was, like, shocked when I saw it. Like, I didn't expect it to be that good. And then it yeah, was just... same. Terrible. And it got... I was, like, I, was like, I was like, what is this chameleon movie? Yes. Yeah. This, this is look, this looks stupid. And then you had the mariachi band that was played by owls, and I just kind yeah. of freaked out. Like, yep, <laughs> this is, this is quote-unquote, my shit. <laughs> and it made Rabinsky an Oscar winner, so... Yes! Yeah. yeah. Bless. Deservedly. <laughs> Love that. Okay. So that's Rabinsky... Uh, and that's another segment of Get to Know Ya, where we where we got to know Karen, right? We did! Yeah, awesome. So, if we're ready, um, I think we can move on to what we're here to talk about. It's the movies, right? Movies? Yeah. Movies. Um, there was a big movie that came out a few... Was it was it this weekend, was it? When, it, when, was this, it was this past, past weekend, weekend, right? Yeah. 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 I, I'm getting my days all screwed up. I don't know what day it is. is it, today's Wednesday, right? Um, sure. <laughs> yes. Wonder Woman came out this past weekend. We all yes. saw it. Um, let's start with Karen, okay? Uh, j- just to set up for anybody who's like living in a cave who, or who just woke up from a coma and they're catching up on their podcasts, uh, Wonder Woman... Directed by Patty Jenkins, part of the DCEU movie verse. Uh, I used to call it that. <laughs> I just call it the DCU. I'm not hanging uh, it that E because it doesn't roll off the tongue as well. DCEU. It's fine with me. Nope. Uh, it's a DCEU movie. Uh, <laughs> just riling that up. <laughs> uh, with uh, Wonder Woman as the main character because that's the name of the movie. So, yes. <laughs> you're. Th- sure is. <laughs> Your thoughts, Karen, on Wonder Woman? Um, I thought it was fine. I I think I'm in the minority of thinking of like not having just absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, I had a pretty good time. I, it's not my favorite superhero movie of all time. Um, although in fairness, I tend to be pretty hard on the genre as a whole. What did you guys think of it? I mean, I really, really, really liked it. I did. It it's one of those that I had a lot of fun with. Uh, I mean, the the crowd I saw it with really dug it, which I really appreciated. Uh, it was for the first like hour, I'll say it was so much fun. But then, as what as what tends to happen with these movies, especially the DCEU movies, um, third act can be a bit of a mess. Yeah, it's a bit of a mess, and it, and it almost lost me. I was almost like ah, but by the end, it, it got me back. So. I really, really like this movie. I do. I had fun with it, which is the first, I'll say, of any DCEU movie. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that's how I feel about it. Uh, finally, one of these movies is actually good. <laughs> I can go on record by saying that. And I'm happy it's this one. Uh, Gal Gadot is awesome as Wonder Woman. Chris Pine as like the you know the love interest. 
which is not like a it's not like a typical love interest, even though it is. He is charming as ever. Yeah, he is charming. <laughs> they, their their chemistry really works. I think. Um, I think their chemistry does work because it's not forced. No, it's, it's not. not. It's not just like thrown in your face. Like it, it starts off slow and like, yeah, it's 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 nice the way they they did that. Yeah, and I yeah, and going back to just how much of a crowd pleaser it is. Like I really got the vibe that like people are really enjoying this, and I'm glad they are. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that's how I feel about it. Um, I'm a fan. Matt, what did you think of this? Uh, well, it's my favorite superhero movie of the year. Okay, I, I'm trying to think back of what, what, what. So it's for you. It's better than Logan. Yes. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Indeed. Uh, what else came out? Is that it? Uh, uh, maybe. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Usually, usually we have like eight by this point in the year. I mean, yeah. we're only halfway through. There's time. <laughs> this is, yeah, we have time. Uh, but no, I, yeah, I loved, I loved this thing. I mean. It's everything that I've ever wanted a Wonder Woman movie to be. And I think it's ridiculous that it took this long to get one. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of kind of offensive uh, <laughs> for anyone yeah. who's a fan of, like, even comic books in general. Like, people grew up watching, you know, Christopher Reeve's Superman and, you know, Michael Keaton's Batman. And why the hell wasn't there a Wonder Woman movie yet? It, it, this is... It's crazy to me. And, I mean, Gal Gadot is great in this. Uh, she has such... She gives such, like, a pure performance where, like, every time she she is, like, surprised by something in the modern world, you believe it. Uh, you believe that she has never seen the modern world before. And just by the expression on her face, you're like, oh, yeah, this is real. She really... This really is a terrible world, and she's experiencing it for the first time. Uh, I love her in this. I love uh, the supporting cast. Chris Pine, like I said, I mean, he is, he's just so charming in this. Um, yeah, I love, I love mostly everything about this. I mean, it lost me a bit in, like, you know, the second act going on into the third act. But, I mean, that's fine. Uh, as long as the movie as a whole entertained me as much as it did, I'm I'm all for it. And uh, that No Man's Land sequence, oh, oh yeah, boy, that was great. That was fucking awesome. That actually had my my entire audience like cheering. <laughs> uh, it was great. And then when she takes on that whole town, I'm like, yeah, all right, sign me up. I need I need more of this. But yeah, yeah. Holy shit, I'm I'm so happy that this movie was as good as it is, and I would love to go see it again. Yes, I I would see it again for sure. Uh, I I it's been said online that it um, it's reminiscent of Superman the movie, you know, the Christopher Reeve movie. Yeah, I was I was actually thinking that it's like the most hopeful comic book movie since seventy eight yeah. Superman. I mean, yeah. you don't really get comic book movies that have hope in them as much as much as you know characters in movies will say this is about hope. Uh, <laughs> No, they're not. <laughs> I'm not here. I'm not going to bash the, the previous DC EU movies. Uh, well, I, was, I wasn't mentioning. I wasn't mentioning <laughs> those at all. I am for sure mentioning those because those. The, we when you think of like Superman, and I don't want to get into it. I just want to just really quickly mention it. When I think sure, of Superman, sure. I think of hope, right? And what was missing in those movies, it's here in Wonder Woman, and I'm happy about that. Is that, yes, it's yeah. here quite a bit. So that's my take on it. I mean, Matt, you you say just as a whole in the entire superhero genre, yeah. you don't see that too often, right? Uh, not really, no. Not really, no. 
but I mean, but Karen, you were just like you were fine with it. You were. Yeah, I'm about to say something, and please don't kick me off the podcast. But I will we'll say, see. I, I have I have my finger <laughs> over the button. We'll see. <laughs> eject from call. Um, we can't eject her from the call. She added you. <laughs> I still have the button. Uh-huh, I see how it is. Okay, no. Um, I generally speaking like the DCU. I did not like Suicide Squad, but like Man of Steel may be my favorite superhero movie from the last five ish years, and I liked Batman vs. Superman as heretical as that is. Um, I think I, my bad opinion at this point is probably that I liked Man of Steel better than I liked Wonder Woman. Um, I don't know, just something about. Uh, Man of Steel worked better for me, I think, in terms of how it all tied together. Like, both of them kind of fall apart in the last act, but, um, yeah, I don't know. What I was looking for was in the Superman movie and not quite in this. Like, I, in the theater, my energy was probably a lot better for Wonder Woman. Like, I felt a lot more mm. psyched about what was happening, but in terms of which one I thought of more or have been thinking of more and more favorably after leaving the theater, it's been Man of Steel. Interesting. Like, I, I just say this. That's like, totally fine. I love Man of Steel. I was going to say that Matt is a huge fan of those movies. I am not. So uh, it's fine. It's fair. I've made my peace with them. I've made my peace. Um, and I've said all. I've <laughs> made my peace with. I don't like them. I don't. I've tried. I've yeah. tried. Um, I, yeah. Well, no, that, that's all I say. But no, I just you know, just for me. Like yeah. Like I said. Like for me, I just wanted that. Like Matt was saying, like that hope, like that uh, charming, charismatic. Uh, like uh, Matt, you were also saying, like uh, Godot's Wonder Woman. There's like a, a natural charm to her, like that ice cream yeah. moment, like when she gets ice cream. I was just going to say yeah. the ice cream, which uh, is straight out of the cartoon, which is great. It's 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 a beautiful moment. Like I fell in love with her right there and then. So. Uh, that was missing from not not just the DCEU, uh, but you know, just from you know, superhero movies in general in the last few sure, years. Sure, I'd so. love to see Captain America eat an ice cream cone. That would be <laughs> that, would, that would be good for me personally. As, as but much that's not going to happen. As, as as much as I like Marvel movies and the MCU, like yeah, you don't see those kind of moments too often in those movies. No, right? and, and and now like Captain America, yeah, he doesn't get to you know have those charming moments like like he did like you know five years ago because uh, yeah. Civil War was kind of a <laughs> kind of a drag when it comes to his character. You know, I, I keep forgetting that that's a Captain America movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's kind of because I look over on my shelf and it's next to the other Captain Americas. And I was like, really? It is? Oh yeah, it is. It's you know, I, Captain America: Civil War. Another I forgot an- about that. Another movie this reminded me of Wonder Woman, and like other people have made this comparison, is uh, the first Captain America movie, the first Avenger. And, I can see that, you know, the war setting and everything. Yeah, I've I've really come to uh, like. Yeah, I've really come to like the first Avenger a lot. I, I didn't like Same. it. The, yeah. I, I, I I didn't like it the first time I saw it, but like over like maybe two or three more rewatches, I was like, oh, I, this is you know the kind of superhero movie I like. It's it's not your typical origin story, and it's like a pretty good war movie. So, yeah. Uh, I guess that's my I love, point. I love all the history stuff. It's like yeah. one of my favorite things. Yeah. Before we close, plus out, it has Hugo Weaving. Oh, I, mean, right. <laughs> I mean, that goes without saying. It's an instant. Great. Thanks for dropping that one in for me. <laughs> instant four stars right there. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's the state of superhero movies. There you go. Um, yeah, I, I mean, what else can we can we say? Wonder Woman, 
I think for the most part we all say, hey, it's it's pretty good. I like that yeah. theme. Yeah. Oh, that theme. Oh, I love it. I know some people hate it, but I love it so much. I'm glad you Rocky. brought that up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it too. Like, I, I was kind of worried that they wouldn't bring it back because the moment in uh, Batman vs Superman when her rules, theme kicks rules. in, oh, I, I, I love that moment. So I'm yeah. glad that theme came back for this. And yeah, during the No Man's Land segment, when she oh, went went to the goodness. town, oh. It, I, I spent all of like Saturday listening to that soundtrack as I wrote. <laughs> so, uh, A plus, love it. Very there happy there was a Sia song at the end. Oh. <laughs> yeah, hoping, I bought that I'm, like as soon as I got out of the theater. No matter what else I say, I was like, I'm getting that. I'm really hoping that for the second summer in a row we have the summer of Sia because <laughs> last, last summer she had three songs in movies, and That's I right. need to happen again. Wait, what was the third one? It was like uh, the Neon Demon, Finding Dory, and then and the Shallows. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I forgot want another I forgot summer of Sia 2017. <laughs> if you could pick any musical artist that that would happen to, would it still be Sia, or would you choose somebody else? What's well, the alliteration that I like? Okay, uh, got it. <laughs> so not summer of. I'm bad at this game. What's another S? So you're gonna say summer of Sam? I'm like, summer no, we don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Summer. Uh, Hey, we talked about pirates a few minutes ago. We Uh, did. But, uh, you know, uh, a recent pirates movie came out, which I haven't seen. (laughs) One of us saw it. um, Carlos saw it. Oh, Carlos saw it. Uh, Oh, really? Am I the only one among us who has seen it? Yes. Yes. I'll I'll say real quick. I'll say... I can wake him up if you want. (laughs) (laughs) I, I forget what... Okay. Is it Pirates, uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales? Is that what it's called? That's yes. correct, yeah. Okay. It's true, they don't. Um, I, those titles are really confusing at this point. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I was... I, as much as I like the Pirates movies, I was... Um, uh, Pirates 4 really just rubbed me the wrong way. And I was like, uh, I don't see myself... We don't talk about Pirates. Uh, we don't. We don't. And, and as, much as, I, as, as much as I kind of dug the, the trailer for this... And as much as, much as I, I like the characters, I couldn't see myself watching it. So, I don't know. Karen, please tell us what you thought of this. Like, should I go out there and see this movie? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I went to go see it with Emma Stefanski. And about halfway through the movie, I looked over at her and I went, I'm not having a good time, <laughs> but I'm enjoying myself. Okay. <laughs> so... Like, <laughs> Which I, which are like directly contradictory statements. I wouldn't <laughs> recommend it, and I wouldn't go see it again. But I wouldn't not tell you to see it. Does that make sense? Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, it's just like saying, it, you know, like sure. <laughs> it's like you know, I hate this movie, but I'm having a blast. <laughs> yeah, I, I like wasn't even having a blast though. I was just like, yeah, like yes, some of these things great, like about. Thirty-three percent of the time, I was having a blast, and then the other entire rest of the time, I was just like, "What is happening?" Like, kind—not the room level bad, but kind of Oof. about to approach the same stratosphere. That sounds like me and the Transformers movies. That's <laughs> that's that's what I go through each time one of those comes out. I go, "Why am I doing this?" Then as I'm yeah. watching, I'm like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." And then I'm like, "What's happening?" And then there's a long stretch of like, why am I here? And then, yeah, yeah, exactly right. Oh, so 
okay. <laughs> so how are how are the ghost sharks? Oh, they, oh, so good, but so disappointing. Um, oh, how's like Bardem? The the um, the ghost the ghost sharks are in like two minutes. That that's oh, why wow. it's disappointing. Bardem is great. He's having like the best time of his life. I think. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's what Carlos said. He's like he's really good. Like he has like he, he has up, like not Jack Sparrow, and it's like what is happening? And there's just like black oil or goo dripping off him. Yeah, he know. said it was like uh, Batman Returns Penguin goo. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's absolutely true. Yeah, and I was oh, like, really? oh man, I wish I went. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you though? Uh, <laughs> I'll see it eventually because I'm, I'm. We own all the other movies. I'm sure we're gonna get this one as well. To you yeah, know, yeah, it's, on the shelf. It's gonna be on Netflix like in a year, I think. <laughs> so um, I'll, I'll watch it then, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, don't don't go out of your way to see this. Oh no, yeah, definitely no, not. No, no. <laughs> but the Barbosa bit's extremely good. He's he's always he's always been the best part of the franchise, and he's yeah. great in this as well. They really deeply underserve him with the the storyline that they give him to the point that I was like, this is insulting. But he's still just great. Okay. I see. I'm like half sold on this now which is better than when we started so there you go yeah i feel like i'm like committing a crime <laughs> you're committing a crime <laughs> yeah like you shouldn't want to see it more <laughs> you know, i it's it's just morbid curiosity it's it's yeah yeah and i i i kind of when when did the first one come out like 2000 what Four, four. Oh, yeah. it's wow. been a long. It's been fourteen years or something. Which was like really weird because we were watching the first one and we looked it up. But I was like, "Oh, this was up for five Oscars." And Carlos like, "It didn't win anything." I was like, "Well, it was up against Return of the King." He's like, "Oh, that makes no oh. sense." Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Hey, was it was Return like, of you know, the King? So it came out. It was two- up against Return of the King. It yeah. came out two thousand three. Then two thousand three. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because Return yeah, of the King like, was three. Um, he's like, well, yeah, that, that makes total sense. That was the best year of my life, honestly. 2003? <laughs> yeah, it's like the only good year when Return of the King won everything. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, it was that, a pretty good year. I, I graduated high school that year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I forgot it was 2003. Um, man, what a year. Uh, now you know, the year they were just like, you know what, Peter Jackson, just take it all. Come on. <laughs> just year, yeah. Have a lovely night. Have uh, a good life. Yeah. But, but but wasn't Johnny Depp nominated for Best best Supporting Actor? Best Lead what? Actor. Best Lead Actor. Oh, oh yes. my god. Oh, boy, I forgot yes, about that. Yes, he was. And, <laughs> Times have changed. And uh, that's the year Sean Penn won, but it should have been Bill Murray, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but hey, fast forward to, to now, to 14 years later, mm-hmm. and we have this. Um, it's, uh, let me ask you, Karen. Um, sure. I, I've heard that they're advertising it as like the end, but it's not. Yeah. Re- it's not really the end. Like, oh. uh, so- yeah, they put they put in a little uh, post credit scene that makes uh-huh. it seem like they would like to do more if they make enough money. Basically, I've heard about this scene, and yeah. it makes sense because the poster tagline is "The Final Adventure Begins." <laughs> It's so dumb. It's not just saying it's the final adventure. It begins because here comes the other trilogy. It's contradictory. It's insane. Like how they're really. I think what the other tagline was like, all pirates must die. And it's like, you've brought everyone in this franchise (laughs) back from the dead at least once. (laughs) Like, don't don't even start. It's like when you call it Friday the 13th Part 4, the final chapter. Come on. We know it's not going to (laughs) be. Jason's coming back. (laughs) 
So, so, so I'll ask you this, Karen. Are you going to be there for Pirate 6? Oh, yeah, you bet. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, let's move on to the next movie. Oh, no. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of the ocean... If we uh, say we don't like this, we might get yelled at on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> By a famous person who... Yes, the who most has, famous person. The most famous person. Uh, yeah, I watched Baywatch for some okay. reason. Uh, I have, you know, quote-unquote friends uh, <laughs> who said, hey... No I know. Well, uh, who said, hey, let's, let's go see this. And it was last Thursday night, and I had just watched Wonder Woman. At like seven. Oh wow! And I'm like, okay, fine. I'll watch Baywatch at like ten. This is why you were in a bad mood last week. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I told him, listen, I've already watched one good movie, so like, if... gotta even it out. <laughs> so I'm okay if I watch a bad movie. So, yeah. Um, what can I say about this? Like, it's. I, I'll say this. It's not like a. Fl- it's not like a hundred percent flaming piece of shit. <laughs> it's. It's still like a. If Giant it, turd. Uh, no, if it were, uh, it, it's it's gonna it's, it's gonna be weird to say. If it were, if it were a better movie, it'd be good. If that makes sense. No, let, <laughs> let me backtrack. Like it's okay. So it's supposed to be like an action comedy, right? Yeah, I think they get the action mostly right. Okay, but the comedy is where it fails completely. So it's. I mean, there is a extended. Uh, like five, like it's just a five-minute dick joke where some guy gets his dick caught in like a lawn chair. I heard about this. It's oh. painful to watch. I cannot. I can't believe it went for that long. Uh, and, and that's like in the first ten minutes, and I'm like, oh, geez. So yeah. Um, and then other gags are just as bad, and they go on for too long. Um, but no, I, okay. I I like the people in it. I mean, The Rock is good in it. He is. Uh, Zach Efron is good. That's always good. Uh, so uh, my uh, my birthday buddy is good looking and good in it. Yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. Who Zach Efron is your birthday buddy? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, we share a birthday. Uh, we hang out all the time. It's fun. Your personal friend Zach Efron. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, I wish it were a better comedy. That's all I'll say. It, it, oh. It's like a it's like a decent action movie, but mm-hmm. man, it's. Uh, it just kind of fails at being what it's supposed to be, which is funny. So. But it's also probably not the worst um, movie made out of a TV show this year, right? Probably. I, I haven't seen Chips. So. <laughs> I was just re- yeah, I was referencing Chips. Uh, I don't think at this point you couldn't pay me to see Chips. Uh, is I, that yeah? That's the Zach Braff one, right? Zach Braff is uh, it? No, no it's uh, the other white guy. Um, oh, guy yeah. who looks like Zach Braff. Yeah, what's Dax? Dax Shepard. Dax Shepard. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Okay, but see, I always confuse them. Michael that's Pena. Fun. Michael Pena is in that, right? If yeah, that's a shame. If anything is going to get me to watch, it's Michael Pena. I don't know. Noted, noted Scientologist Michael Pena. Uh, he's a Scientologist. Oh. I have oh, heard. Yes. Him. I know. I'm sorry. For me. Uh, I'm gonna go watch Observer and Report just to feel better. Um, <laughs> I'll watch Ant Man. <laughs> yeah. So that's Baywatch. Uh, for anybody who wants to see it, I'll say maybe see something else. <laughs> watch, uh, watch, watch or rewatch Twenty One Jump Street and Twenty Two Jump Street. They're so good. Yeah, yeah. Hey, those are good movies. Those are really good. It's like that's what Baywatch is trying to be, and it fails. So, yeah. Uh, 
especially 22 Jump Street, that, that, I love that movie so much. It's like the perfect yeah. comedy sequel. Comedy action sequel. I just sequel. saw that for the first time. That's really good. Yeah, really good. So that's my recommendation. Don't watch Baywatch. Watch those movies. Watch that I instead. have yeah. Baywatch, but I still second that. There you go. There you go. As Karen's seal of approval. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on. Uh, yes. Matt, do you have something wrong with your head? I do. I have a little bit of a brain damage. I'm just kidding. That's, <laughs> that was a segue, ladies and gentlemen. No, I watched uh, Brain Damage from 1998, uh, 1988, directed by Frank Henenlotter. Uh it's the first time I've seen one of his movies. Uh, I hear like the Basket Case movie is really good. Uh, he made something called Frankenhooker that is just the title. <gasps> oh my god! I saw the that. title. The title is fascinating to me. Um, so you've seen one of his movies, I guess, right? Yeah. Well, you know, talk brain damage, and then I'll talk Frankenhooker. Okay, brain, dam- <laughs> brain damage is fucking crazy. Uh, it is one of the most bonkers movies I've seen in a long time, probably since Cure for Wellness. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, this this kid uh, with a really good taste in music because he has like cool old '80s bands posters like in his in his room. He finds like a worm brain thing that talks to him and it has a really goofy voice and it injects his brain with uh, a really strong hallucinogen and he basically trips the fuck out while this this little worm guy named Elmer, mind you uh, feasts on the brains of people he comes in contact with. Is this the Eraserhead sequel? Oh god. This movie is insane. Uh, it's got like drug sequences that are straight out of like I guess a low budget version of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh my god. Uh, it has some of the most disgusting kills in a horror movie I've ever seen. Uh, there, I'll just go into it right now. There is a fellatio kill in this movie uh, where, you know, this kid, he, his name's Brian, he goes out to the club with Elmer, you know, attached to his brain. And then, you know, he finds a girl, they go out into the alley, and she starts to, she unzips his pants, and out comes Elmer, and basically impales her skull. (laughs) What? Yeah, and basically eats her brains while that's happening. Oh my Uh, god. It is crazy town. But yeah, this just got a new Blu-ray from Arrow, and they did a terrific job with the the transfer. Uh, There's like two hour-long making-of documentaries where I actually learned <laughs> how they did all this stuff. And, yeah, it's awesome. This movie is great. I can't wait to see more from this director. Uh, and I haven't seen Basket Case, but there's a cameo by the character from Basket Case uh, because I I just recognized him from the cover of the, the VHS from when I was a kid. Uh, yeah, brain damage. It's wild. <laughs> oh, I'm boy. looking it up right now. I oh, have, it's crazy. I have to see this because I saw Frankenhooker for the first time, oh. I, I think, last year uh, during a, a horror movie marathon. At the Draft House. Yeah, I wasn't going to mention it. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention it, but you mentioned where, it. Okay. I honest, love on, a roast. I love a good roast. Marcelo, all this where is. else? What other movie theater would show Frankenhooker? You are right. Let's be Matt. real. You're right. Um, but no, Frankenhooker in a theater blew my mind. It is... It's 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 crazy. I don't even know how to describe the plot. But please seek it out, Matt. If if, if you if you dug brain damage, uh, I'm sure... Oh, I definitely will. I'm sure you'll dig Frankenhooker. Yeah, it, um, looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to Basket Case, the entire trilogy. 
because there's three of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <sighs> Boy. Um, yeah, brain I mean... damage is wild, fam. <laughs> What a uh, what a way to end that segment. Uh, brain damage. <laughs> well, the, your descri- uh, for the next oh for the next for the first clip show we ever do. I'm gonna put in that fellatio kill description. Oh please uh, do. Right um, <laughs> and if you want to read more about what I thought of brain damage, uh, check out Screams from the Crypt uh, on Talk Film Society. I did a whole thing about killer brains, and it was a lot of fun. There you go. Awesome. Uh, I think, Shameless plug. <laughs> I think that is a good. Uh, it, it's. I think we need a breather after that. Let's take a break. So <laughs> we're gonna take a break. Uh, take care of some business and fine listeners. Enjoy this uh, nice soothing. But, uh, let me ask you, Matt. Did Brain Damage have a nice score? It had some cool rock music in it. So I'm gonna try to find the brain damage rock music and put it right here underneath this uh, break. So enjoy (laughs) the score from brain damage and we'll be right back. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Now I've just made more work for myself. And we're back. Hey. Hello. Uh, uh, listeners, you're welcome. Uh, you did not get pickle discussion this episode. <laughs> that all happened off, that, yeah, happen off mic, so you're not going to listen to that. Uh, so, moving on. Hey, uh, it's a miracle. We're back. Yes, and miracle Karen watched mile. a movie <laughs> starring Anthony Edwards with hair, which always freaks me out. That's Tell me all about Miracle Mile. <laughs> Uh, so it has Anthony Edwards with hair. So weird. Um, <laughs> he looks great. Um, so I saw that Metrograph, which we mentioned earlier, they did mm. a screening with the director as well as um, Anthony Edwards and Mayor Winningham. Well, that's cool. It's, yeah, it was really nice. It's the first time that I've seen the movie, and I, I have to say that I really liked it. Um, uh, neither of you guys have seen it, so I'll, I'll go over the premise a little bit. Yeah. Um, so Anthony Edwards meets Mayor Winningham. At, they have like a meet cute in a museum by and by like the Librea Tar Pits. Okay. And um, he agrees to pick her up after her shift at this diner that she works at. And he oversleeps and misses the time that he's supposed to go get her. So he runs over to the diner and he and uh, after trying to call her, the payphone outside rings again and he overhears a call that says the world may be ending in an hour. Like, that nuclear missiles have been set off and that they have an hour left before they basically land in L.A. So the movie takes kind of a sharp turn from there because you think it's going to be this, like, really kind of cute, like, romantic comedy or whatever. And then it gets, like, honestly really upsetting. Like, people get set on fire and die. Like, people get shot. It's kind of drastic, but it was really good. It's weirdly romantic I guess because mm-hmm. I feel like that is kind of a genre in and of itself like apocalypse romances and this fits pretty neatly into that oh nice yeah I gotta see this um, I had heard about it and then yeah. 
a few months ago, a few weeks ago, uh, my buddy West Anthony, he has a podcast called Musical Notation. Yeah. He, he did an entire episode on Tangerine Dream, and oh, he played yeah, a bunch yeah. of selections of the score from this. Yeah. And on the, based on the score alone, I need to see this movie. It's really good. It's really good. Um, I was talking to some friends before and after the movie about how it plays differently based on the political climate as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, if you're a little more in fear of the world ending, then it is a little more... It gets to you a little quicker. It hits a little closer to home. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, have uh, you seen this, Marcelo? No, I have not. I've also heard about it from a friend uh, from Rocky, because he put it in his Vulcan picks. Yes. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a few weeks ago. And yeah, uh, I need to see it. Uh, it it sounds like my bag. <laughs> I, I need to need to track this down. Yeah, uh, I know it just got a it just got a Blu-ray release. Yeah, that's uh, why they were last year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So yes, Miracle Mile uh, with a uh, haired Anthony Edwards. So, which I seriously it always freaks me out. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, please. Last year, Marcel is seeing Top Gun for the first time. I was like. Wait, no, he's bald. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the the whole nuclear thing, watching a movie and, like, the political climate of today, it reminded me of seeing uh, Fate of the Furious, like, the weekend mm-hmm. that... I don't remember what news came out, but, like, uh, I think North Korea was like, oh, we're, we're this close to sending missiles. And, of course, like, all the Russia bullshit was happening, too. So it was weird watching a movie... Where, like, the main thrust of it is preventing nuclear war. So, it, mm-hmm. it's always weirder than it happens. It, it yeah. So, I, it's always weird when nuclear war. Happens, <laughs> you know? it's, it's, it's just it's, a weird coincidence. It's an that odd it thing, right? So Isn't that funny. Yeah, so hilarious. So, <laughs> moving on, <laughs> and moving on to something maybe just as dark. We're all gonna die. Uh, uh, <laughs> speaking of death, it comes at night. Uh oh. Oh boy. So. Uh, hey Matt, I'll tell you this: I did not see this inside an Alamo Draft House. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw it uh, outside in the woods, thanks to the Alamo oh, Draft my. House. I'm so uh, that yeah. sounds so scary. No, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, I think at this point it was like maybe three weeks ago. Yeah, because me Matt, we haven't recorded yep. in like two weeks, so it was like the week before that. Uh, yeah, I got an invitation saying, hey, come see uh, Trey Edward Schultz's new movie, It Comes at Night, in the woods. And oh. I took a bus trip. <laughs> I took a bus trip in the middle of the night. Out and you and Rocky went and saw this? Yeah, yeah, I brought Rocky along. And we went out to like this camping site, uh, pitch black. Oh, they had Jesus. a, they had a, mm-hmm. uh, like a, a remote screening um, like th- it, it, it's the Draft House's Rolling Roadshow set up, so it's like an inflatable screen and like okay. a you know a um, a portable projection thing. So, and, and the sound cool. was like the sound was actually pretty good for like an, an outside yeah, I was screening. Gonna, I was going to ask about that. Was the sound? Oh any yeah. Good? yeah, oh yeah. They, oh cool. Okay, good. I'm sure they warned the neighbors that they're going to play a movie because yeah, oh it's God. pretty loud. <laughs> uh, and the director was there. He did a Q and A. Ooh. And yeah, it he was jumped a- out of the bushes. <laughs> it was, was like, a- hey, it was a pretty cool experience. Uh, I, I'll say this. Uh, so the director Schultz, he came out, and the first thing he said was, "Guys, this is not your typical horror movie." Uh, and I'm glad he said that because yeah, it- it's 
you know, the trailers, like, they sell it as, like, a... I mean, I mean, Matt, let me ask you, okay? Wait, have you seen... You've seen trailer for this, right? I saw one trailer a few months ago. From what you remember, what what kind of movie do you think this is? Uh, I'm guessing there's some type of outbreak, and yeah. they live in a cabin. Yeah. yeah. See, that's, like, the basic I, That's plot. all I know. And also, like, the title, It Comes at Night. Like, what is the It? See these things you should not concern yourself about because this is more. It's less. <laughs> these a, are things you should not concern. <laughs> it's less a typical horror movie and more like a personal drama with mm. horror aspects, you know, surrounding it. So, oh yeah, I, I can I, dig it. I think it works. It's definitely it is emotionally powerful, uh, and also the director said right before the screening. And this is the, it was a good setup for the movie. He said uh, he was in a dark place when he wrote and made this because his father just passed away from cancer, and he oh. was reading books about the plague, <laughs> and then he you know put all that as you do he put he put all that into you know the screenplay in this movie. So wow, yeah, you can definitely see that here. Um, it yeah, it blew me away. I can't wait to see it again. But yeah, that's like my main point. It's it's sort of like what happened with the witch. Um, it came out last year, right? Where yes. mm-hmm. people came in expecting one thing and it was something else. So I'm, I'm afraid that's what that's what's going to happen once this comes out. Uh, people are going to go in expecting like a like a zombie thriller, and it definitely is not that. It is, I, I'm warning I people. I never would have thought it was that. Yeah, but I've talked to people, you know, no, you know, not you know, obsessive film fans like me. Who they're just like oh it's that type of horror movie that's what they think but no they're completely wrong so hopefully it, it hopefully it catches on with a, an audience that really appreciates it is what I'm trying to say uh, yeah I'm looking forward to it yeah I have not seen uh, uh, what what is his first movie it's Krisha 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 yeah I have not seen it I I want to uh, Karen have you seen that. I have not I haven't seen any of his movies yet although I am going to see it comes at night on Friday. Yeah, I highly recommend you do. I'm I'm excited to see what people's reactions are to this. Cause I'm mm-hmm. a fan. I am. Um, uh, yeah, I won't get. I was gonna talk about it more, but I won't leave it. At, I won't leave it there. I don't want to spoil things, but yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is a movie that you should go in cold, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, good. It, uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm my my lips are sealed now. I think <laughs> I, I've said just enough. <laughs> I I highly recommend it. It comes at night. Uh, there you go. So, sweet. Uh, speaking of films, I want to see. Same. <laughs> I'd like to see this one that you saw, Karen. Uh, Okaja. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. Um, Tell us about I was just it. about to just leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> it's, I generally just really love the director um, Bong Joon-ho's movies. So I've been looking forward to Okja for a really long time now, um, and it did not disappoint. Like, it's maybe my second favorite movie of his after The wow. Host. Oh, wow. Um, I like The Host. Oh, it's so good. I haven't seen it's, it in so long, but I did love it when I saw it. Yeah, I, after the first... I saw it for the first time, like you, a long time ago, and then I only rewatched it this year, a little bit before Okja, because, like, they're, he's so good at finding at making like really crazy movies and then putting in these scenes that are just so striking. And there was just one bit in the host that like upset me so deeply that I couldn't rewatch it for a really long time. Oh wow. Um, Okja is similarly, like it has a lot of very kind of light beats, but it also gets really, really heavy. Like it's not, 
a super family-friendly film, I think. Um, and it gets, like, even more crazy than that. Like, it, it's totally, I guess, kind of halfway between, like, The Host and Snowpiercer. Okay. Oh, wow. yeah. I'm sold. It's so good. The pig is so good. Such a good pig. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's what's the basic premise? Um, the premise is this uh, company, Mirando, run by Tilda Swinton, uh, sends out a bunch of these um, sort of genetically engineered little piglets to farmers all over the world and puts, puts them in a contest to raise, like, the best super pig. And um, this little girl, Mita, raises her pig, Okja, to, and which becomes, like, the best super pig. And the rest of the movie is about what happens when they try to take the pig from her. Ooh. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm I'm dying to yes, see this. Please. Uh <laughs> this is a Netflix release. Uh, yeah. there has been you know, back and forth about Netflix and yeah, you know, theatrical presentation and all that. Um I, This I, time especially has kind of sucked, I have to yeah. say. Because like it's not really screening anywhere. It's my, it might not even really screen in South Korea, which seems yeah, insane. Yeah, I saw that news today, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna talk about that because I'm pretty sure it's not gonna screen anywhere in Austin. Uh, which is disappointing. It'll, it'll screen in your living room because uh, <laughs> this is a movie I I really would like to see in a theater. It, and, it really looks great on the big screen, which makes me even sadder about it. Uh, so disappointing. Um, Find a friend with a big TV. Yeah, I, I Marcelo, mean, come over. <laughs> <laughs> you have a seventy inch, don't you? A sixty-five. Oh, 60 never mind. Yeah. Like no, that. I want a seventy-inch. <laughs> Come on, come on over, and I got, and I have Netflix 4K. So come Ooh, on over. Okay, there you go. Get on a plane. I, I have we'll a, make a night of it. I have a 40 inch that is almost 10 years old, which is it's still nice. I like it. I'm not going to upgrade anytime soon, but I have a, a, a pretty good sound system. So, I, I my setup is just fine. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna blast Okja. Uh, and yeah. Invite- <laughs> I'm inviting you over, Marcelo. Come over. I'm fine now. <laughs> Come over to my house. Uh, I'm. Uh, you live in Jersey. I live in Austin. It's. You were born here. I was. Uh, Make the pilgrimage. I made my pilgrimage like ten years ago. I already. I've been there. I, I, I took I know, a photo. Years, gotta, <laughs> <Sure>. yeah. <laughs> I took a photo of myself in front of the hospital. I was born in. So I've Aww. done that. So. Oh, that's fine. Um, it'll actually be in theaters in New York. Although, like two theaters, I think, yeah. like the yeah. IPIC and Lincoln Center. That's a shame. So, for, yeah. for listeners in New York, hit, yeah, hit that up. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be there. <laughs> yeah, and the, yeah, say hello to Karen. She'll uh, be there every day. Yeah, for every <laughs> screening, I'll just be there. So, that's Okja. Uh, I can't wait to see it. Oh, um, it's coming right. out. Let me look it up. June 28th, 28th. on Netflix. Yep. Put that in your queue. Why don't you? Mm-hmm. Watch it. Watch it. Uh, speaking of watching things in theaters... I spent the day last Sunday watching nothing but <laughs> nothing but Corosa movies. I've honestly oh like never been more jealous of an event. Uh, I mean, just to start this off, um, and if you want to read a recap of this, me and Rocky wrote one for Talk from Society. Uh, there you go. Uh, so you can read along as uh, as you listen to me talk about it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it, it was a five movie mystery marathon. Uh, and, the, and the topic was uh, Kurt Russell. I've actually done a few of these before. They did a Denzel Washington one last year. Yes, yes. They did a. Isn't, Tom... that, when, isn't that when they showed heartbeats? <laughs> <What's> it... 
What's you, it made, you, made, you made that joke last time I, I brought this up, Matt. I know. <laughs> no, there's a Denzel Washington movie. I forget the name of it. It's uh, starring him and Bob Hoskins. And Denzel... Oh, Bob. Yeah, Denzel plays a ghost who haunts the the racist cop <laughs> Bob Hoskins. So. Wait, what? It's a real movie. I have not seen it. I've, jo- I've only read about it. What's but- it called again? I have to look it up. I don't know off the top of my head. Me... I might be confusing it with Heart Beeps, that movie about no, the, the, the robots. robots that can't love. No. Oh my god. Denzel Washington, Bob Hoskins. Here we go. Looking up on my laptop. Heart condition. <laughs> heart condition. That's what it's okay, called. Okay, I'm writing that down. Yeah. Uh, yes. Not it, Heart Beeps. It says here a racist police officer, Jack Mooney, played oh by Bob Hoskins, has a vendetta against Napoleon Stone, played by Denzel Washington. Oh my god. And yeah, he comes back as a ghost to haunt Hospital oh uh, Bob gosh. Hoskins. But no, they did not show that during the marathon. Uh, the pro- That's a pity. <laughs> the, 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 the programmer, the great uh, Greg McLaurin, he, he was joking about playing that during the Washington They showed marathon. the trailer, though, right? Yeah, they showed the trailer, but they didn't show the movie. <laughs> okay, good. But like during that, <laughs> they played like Devil in a Blue Dress, Man on Fire, Inside Man, Training Day, and Ricochet. That nice. was yeah. That was the Denzel marathon for Tom Cruise. I'm trying to do this off my top off the top of my head. Uh, Color of Money, Far and Away, Collateral, uh, Rolling Thunder, um, and the fifth one cannot remember. Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. Thank you. Not Rolling Thunder. Days of Thunder, and the fifth one I cannot remember, but it was good. Rolling Thunder is that William Devane movie that I talked about. Oh, that's right. <laughs> my my apologies. Yeah, they played Days of Thunder. Everybody was expecting Top Gun, but they played the better Tony Scott, Tom Cruise movie. Uh, but yeah, so I was not going to miss this Kurt Russell marathon. I had missed the first one from four years ago, uh, and they just had the Nicolas Cage marathon, which I missed. And Nicolas oh. Cage and caged uh, that marathon. Nicolas Cage showed up, so. I was like, oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was. He like, read. Uh, he read. Poe, how insane! Right? How insane! It was pretty crazy. Uh, our our friend Rocky Juarez was there, and he wrote it up for Talk from Society. Uh, nuts. Yeah, uh, that was an experience. Uh, uh, Kurt Russell was contacted and was like, uh, and uh, you know they. He was like, he was like, I'm swimming in this Guardians money. I, I can't <laughs> right now. They, they they really wanted him to come, but he said uh, to the programmers, uh, "Listen, uh, you know me and Goldie, we just did the press for our you know movies because he did Guardians and she did Snatched." And yeah. He's, and I'm consoling her because her movie didn't do anything. <laughs> they're both on. They're both on vacation, so of course they're not going to go to Austin to you know sit with a bunch of weirdos for. You know, Why don't they go hours. to vacation in Austin? <laughs> yeah, I hear it's a lovely city. Austin is nice. <laughs> Austin is nice, but where are Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn going to vacation at, Matt? Uh, Hawaii, or yeah, something. Like or some, they're going to go on a cruise, like the the the, 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 the rich people island we don't know about. Um, they're going to go on a cruise. <laughs> And maybe get thrown what overboard? <laughs> oh my yes, God. I'm trying to segue into the movie for you, Marcelo. So <laughs> the first movie I saw was actually Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, okay. Uh, I have never s- finally saw this. Jesus I, I had never seen Big Trouble in Little China before. Uh, I know, I know. Uh, I mean, Karen, have, have you seen it? I have not. Uh, see, there you go, Matt. Now, now be angry at her, okay? No, well, well, because I, I I don't know her as well. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of my big, um, you know, blind spots. 
So I'm I'm happy. You could I, call it a blind spot, or you could call it a movie that Matt would yell at you at, like yell at you about. <laughs> yeah, uh, I finally saw it in a theater. Like the most, it, it, uh, it was the perfect way to see it with a you know a a theater filled with Kurt Russell fans. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's it's a weird but great movie, Big Trouble in Little China. It's the uh, best Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> <laughs> He Kurt Russell fights Raiden. It's awesome. Yeah, oh um, and he's like the best. It you know, it's him and Indiana Jones for like the most useless heroes. Uh, you know, Jack Burton does like one good thing at the very end of the movie, and that's it. Otherwise, he's just you know a, a big fool. And I love that about that movie, Big Trouble in China. Oh, yeah, we'll get to another good Indiana Jones movie later. But go on. <laughs> so that was Big Trouble. Glass. Glad I finally saw that. It lived up to the hype. Yeah, it's uh, pretty good. Then I it's saw a lot of fun. Then I saw a movie which I had only seen like on TBS like 15 years ago, uh, Overboard. Yes, uh, a Gary Marshall movie. Aha. And man, um, it was okay. <laughs> I mean, you've seen it, right, Matt? Overboard. A uh, long time. Ago. Long time ago. Have you seen this movie, Karen? Uh, no, I have not. Uh, let me let me tell you the plot. Let me do. Do you know the plot, okay. Karen? Vaguely, yes. Oh, it is. It is problematic. Uh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so Kurt plays like a handyman. He goes uh, and does a job for um, Goldie Hawn, who is a rich wife, and she is she's a stuck-up rich person. Uh, I, that, that's that's like the most. That's a, the nicest way I can put it. As they usually are. Yeah. yeah. And by the end of their meeting, like, she tosses his tools, you know, overboard, because, like, uh, she's on, like, cruise... Well, she's on the yacht. That's what they're on. And Kurt has to jump into the water to get them, and, you know, he hates her guts. So then later on, Goldie Hawn falls overboard of her yachts and gets amnesia. Uh, Okay. She gets amnesia. uh, And her rich husband... Uh, does not want to claim her, so he goes and he goes on her, uh, on his yacht and just parties with a bunch of, you know, women. Uh, and Kurt Russell sees this on TV and he has an idea because he's a single dad of four kids. Uh, he lives in a you know crappy place. His wife died like three years ago, so he's like, "Oh, I got an idea. I'm going to trick this woman who has amnesia into being my wife." Oh my <laughs> and, God. I don't remember this. So yeah, it is. In I don't remember it either. I just remember from what I from what I remember. I just be I remember being like a nice like oh romantic comedy. But man, this plot is insane. They they can't make this movie today. Well, actually, they're remaking it. I just looked this up. But oh no! But the roles. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the roles are reversed. Instead of uh, I think it's Anna Ferris who's going to play the Kurt Russell role. So okay, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> because man, so yeah, I'll say first off, Kurt Russell doesn't, you know, he t- he he takes advantage of her by like uh, making her clean the house and like take care of the kids. Jesus, but, th- but then like yeah, it's yeah, but then you know they start to fall in love and. He doesn't. He doesn't tell her when he should that he tricked her, and he's not really her. You know, her husband. For it goes on for far too long. So yeah, but I'll say this: they're both charming people that they make it work. If it were any other couple, it would be like a disaster. Okay, yeah. because of them, because like 
they're they are they are who they are, and you know they're you can tell they have na- they have natural chemistry. It works, it does. But man, is that story crazy? I cannot believe it was made. But <laughs> that's overboard. <laughs> um, I'm interested to see what they do with the with the remake. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, crazy. But hey, you know, I, it was a lot funnier than I remember. Um, <laughs> just despite it being very problematic. That's, that's good. Yeah. Hashtag problematic. <laughs> Third movie uh, was Backdraft, directed by Ron. Hey, Howard. I like that movie. Uh, this is another movie I saw like on cable years ago. Um, <laughs> but uh, this is the point. I mean, Matt, you know, uh, we have weekly meetings uh, over at Talks Society on our Slack channel. Oh yes, I remember this. So I had to skip out in the middle of Backdraft to take care of a website uh. business. So I missed. Probably like, just you probably just missed some romance subplot. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was peeking through like the the, the there's a uh, uh, like a window through the door. So I was peeking yeah. in and, and I could see what's going on. It's a, it's a weird movie. This movie backdraft, right? Um, I mean, it's Matt, very rare that we get good firefighter movies. Yeah, because which is weird because you'd think that like that's that would make, they'd make pretty good stories. I mean, the only ones I can think of are Backdraft and Ladder Forty Nine. Uh, I have not seen Ladder Forty Nine. It's it's not that bad. It's got John Travolta and Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, but I'm not even going to bother describing the plot of Backdraft. It's <laughs> an arsonist, and the firefighters need to stop him, right? Pretty much, yeah. And Kurt yeah. Russell, and who, who's the other guy? He's a Baldwin, right? Um, one of the sure. Baldwins. Uh, is it the really shitty Baldwin? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I forget. I don't have the page up. I don't know who the Baldwin okay. is. Uh, actually, I, I'm morbidly curious about who it is now. Uh, <laughs> but no, they play brothers, and yeah, uh, there's a... William Baldwin. There William you go. Baldwin. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. William. <laughs> William. <laughs> but they play brothers. Uh, their father died in a... Oh, here's a, here's something I thought was funny. Did so, he die in a fire? Yeah, the father died in a fire, but the <laughs> father, yeah, in, in, a, in, a, in a flashback sequence, the father of Kurt Russell is played by... Kurt Russell, <laughs> in a oh my god, yes, in a in a mustache. So that's the big I difference. Seen this so long, <laughs> naturally. Uh, but it gets weird because yeah, um, there's an arsonist plot. Robert De Niro is like uh, an investigator who you think might be the arsonist. Like it's it's a yeah. big like guess who? Like who who is it? Is it uh, Kurt Russell? Is it you know these other guys on like it. his team? Yeah. So it's it, a who burned it. And I, I missed this part, but I was looking through. Uh, like I said, like through the through the door. Um, Matt, <laughs> I'm spying in on this on the screening. Don't don't they visit? Uh, what's his name? It's, uh, is it Chris Christopherson? I don't remember. I haven't seen this in like 20 years. I saw this when I was like 10 years old. No, when it came out. Sorry, Donald Sutherland. So they yes yes they do yes, <laughs> and, yes. and it's kind of like a uh, Hannibal Lecter type thing where, yes. where William Baldwin asks Donald Sutherland uh, about like this arsonist Donald, <laughs> Donald Sutherland was of like a former arsonist <laughs> it's like the Hannibal Lecter of fire this is a weird movie guys <laughs> it's um, weird it's weird I gotta rewatch it uh, yeah uh, oh and one last thing I'll say about this the the music is amazing uh, by Hans Zimmer. Summer, yeah, I so, that. so amazing, in fact, that they reused this my music. Guy. Yeah, they reused this music um, in the Lost World Jurassic Park trailer. So nice. when the third act action happens, all I can think of was the, the trailer for the Lost World Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, um, Jesus, I saw this movie when I was like six years old. Yeah, because it came out in 91. 1991. 91. 
Yeah. yeah. Wow, I was I was a child watching this movie. So I probably that, shouldn't have been watching this movie. So that was backdraft. <laughs> movie number four, another blind spot I crossed off. Uh, Tango and Cash. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. This movie is amazing. This is yes, it oh, is. Yeah. I don't even Karen. You've seen it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's uh, incredible. It's, I remember loving this movie, but it's another movie I haven't seen since I was like ten. Yeah, please. Oh, you saw this when you when you were ten? <laughs> I saw this when I was a small child. Yes. Did you see it on TV or did you see it like on VHS? Because like there is uh, a my parent my parents had it taped off of HBO. Okay. Oh. Because there you can tell this. Oh is, yes. You can tell this is an eighties action movie because I had quite a childhood. <laughs> This has an extended shot of bo- both Kurt Russell and Sylvester Stallone naked, you know, uh, with their buttocks and look exposed. Turned, and look how I turned out, Marcella. Come on. Oh, it makes complete sense. Uh, but yeah, man. <laughs> I wish there were four sequels to this. Man, Wouldn't that be incredible? That would have been amazing. Would have been the a Tango better and Cash franchise, better universe. The Tango and Cash extended universe. <laughs> God, yes. Crossover into Lethal Weapon and Die Hard. Yes. Do all that. Oh, what it's got been? the guy from that movie that you you saw. Which one? It's got the maniac cop guy. Oh, Robert oh. Zadar. He's got the guy with the face. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah. When when uh, when he showed up in the beginning, I'm like, yes, this is this Rip. is my type of movie. Rip yeah, Robert Zadar. Robert Zadar from uh, Soul Taker and uh, Samurai yes. Cop and Maniac Samurai Cop. Cop. Okay, both Samurai Cop and Maniac Cop. Maniac Cop, great movie. Oh, oh yeah, I saw that for the first time a few weeks ago. Oh, so good. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. <laughs> but no, but I okay. I'll say this about Tango Cash. I love the chemistry between Kurt Russell and Stallone. Uh, like Stallone, I don't know what he's doing. He's doing something like. Every single He's one of his, every single one of his one liners like drops like a lead balloon. <laughs> <laughs> but like he's perfectly balanced with Kurt Russell who is like as always exuding charisma and like not 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 necessarily chewing scenery, but like he is just everly present. So it's a good pairing. I, I think Stallone is like going for like a nerdy cop who is like who thinks he's funny. But yeah, he's got the glasses. Yeah, but Russell's like, you know, just like a, you know, uh, what's what's the word? Like a uh, speed and lethal weapon, like that Mel Gibson character, like yeah, uh, okay. yeah like yeah, off the wall type crazy. <laughs> but yeah, Tango Cash, God, I love this movie. Great movie, I love it so good. Speaking, I of need to rewatch it. It's yeah. been a long time. Spe- speaking of all timers, the last movie they showed was The Thing. Oh, oh my God, yes, oh. Matt, you know how much I love this. It's, it's a good movie. It's a it's a classic for me now. It's, it's pretty pretty good. It's an all timer. Uh, it's so good. Okay, I think Matt. It's my second favorite. It's my second favorite Carpenter. It's it's my favorite Carpenter. Oh, okay. What is uh, your first favorite Carpenter? Halloween. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. That's top ten Matt right there. I respect that. <laughs> what about you, Karen? That's the thing. It's got to be the thing. Yeah, it's got to be the thing. Because man, like. <laughs> We were talking about this. We were talking about this a few weeks ago, right, Matt? About the end of the soundtrack, man. Oh, the soundtrack. Oh, so good. I'll say every time I watch it, I get something new out of it, which is for me how I. That's that's how I know I'm watching an all timer for me. Because like that happens to me like for movies like uh, like Apocalypse Now or whether classics do I love. 
uh, Scott Program. <laughs> Every time I, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I for honest. <laughs> eventually, yeah. But, yeah. So we were talking about this a few weeks ago, right, Matt? About the end of the thing, right? Yes. Uh, I said that I thought Childs was the thing, mm-hmm. and now I think it's Mac Ready who's the thing. Um, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah, it switches every time I see it. Yeah, it switched for every me. Every time I see it, I'm like, well, maybe it's him. No, maybe it's him. Mm-hmm. Maybe, it's, maybe it's the other guy. Karen, uh, wh- what do you think? Uh, I agree with both of you guys. <laughs> oh, you think it's uh, Mac Ready? Um, I mean, like it, it feels different oh, every oh, time. Oh, yeah, it feels yeah. different every time. Yeah, no, so, yeah, it, yeah, I... That's another reason why I love the thing, because uh, my perception of it changes, because, like, Every time I see it, I connect with like a like um, yeah. like a I was because this time around I was like oh where's where's a Brimley like where like I imagine like where I, he well he's all better now <laughs> he's totally not building a spaceship you can just ignore him he just ignore him he's fine <laughs> so, like with each time I see it I I think of a character and I try to track where they go. So like mm. this this time around, I, yes. I kind of try to track Brimley. I go, oh, like when did he have time to do this? And like, you know, was he alive when this happened? When did he have time to build that giant fucking spaceship? <laughs> like and, in the basement. And then I thought, uh, MacReady has that you know J and B bottle. Uh, and, and this is my theory. Um, I thought back to that scene where they're talking about how the virus or how the the thing is transmitted, and it could go through food. And I'm like, wait a second. Maybe MacReady got the thing inside of him through the J and B bottle, through the uh, booze. Yeah, through the booze. Because booze kills, man. Because we saw like another character drink out of that J and B bottle earlier. So, who knows who could have drank out of that? Uh, could have been the thing. So, yeah. Um, again, it's every time I see it, I think, oh, I think of like different aspects of where where the film goes. So, and I have to say, uh, every time we bring up the thing, I bring up Rob Bottin. Uh, the makeup effects artist. Uh, bless him. Bless him to the high heavens. Oh, yeah. Uh, love him so much. He did this movie when he was, like, maybe 20 years old. He was a kid. And that is crazy. Yeah. There were people... Yeah, wh- what have I done with my life? <laughs> I haven't. I've done, like, well, how many hours? Like, maybe 400 hours of podcasting. None of us have, <laughs> have created the thing. No. <laughs> Basically, I've, fucking Rob Bottin, Jesus Christ! Like from what I've done, I've done like point zero 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 one percent of the thing. <laughs> That's how much I've contributed to the world. Um, <laughs> but oh, like no, I was gonna say, you know, I could sense that people were watching this for the first time because yeah. mm-hmm. when when the shit went down, like dirt, like in the uh, in, in the, the blood uh, test. No, no, no. Uh, earlier than that, like when the the dog Puppy? thing, yeah. The when when that started going down, people were unnerved. They were, well, like, yeah. They're like, no, no. So because it, it's man, because the effects still hold up. They do. That Jeez. gets me every time. I've seen this movie so many times, and it still gets me every time that that poor puppy gets gets you know turned into a giant tentacle monster. <laughs> spoilers, everyone. Oh yes, for for the, spoilers for the thing. Um, that adorable dog turns into a tentacle thing. <laughs> I hope everybody who listens to this show has seen the thing. Um, Same. I really do. We've talked about it a lot. Actually. Sorry, folks. We, we, I think in the last like five months we've talked about it. Please, we started off talking about the ending. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think we're good. 
Anyway, so that was the Kurt Russell Marathon. I had a great time. Also, that's like a hell of a movie to end on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a bleak fucking movie to end your, your five-movie marathon on. It's... You gotta go with the classics, man. I, yeah. For me, I would have been happy with either, you know, The Thing or Tombstone. Because I think... Oh, yes. Tombstone would have been, like, the perfect way to end it. Especially with... Tombstone rules! You know, with the passing of Powers Booth... Yeah. And and uh, Bill Paxton, so uh, it would have been great to see it on the big screen because man, uh, I've 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 seen that fairly recently, but seeing it with like a crowd, it would have been the roof would have blown off. So uh, love it. Speaking of uh, Powers Booth, real quick, uh, he was the best part of the worst season of Twenty Four. So I'll just. <laughs> go say that. You know, that season I just watched. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stay tuned, folks, for probably a 24 uh, segment or episode in the future. Um, yes. It's Nepotism a, in action. <laughs> it's a weird uh, uh, tangent. But anyway, Kurt Russell. Yes. He's... I, I, I love the guy. I, I'm glad I went to this and I crossed off some He's Russell blind spots. He's pretty good. <laughs> I want to I go to his vineyard before I die. His vineyard? Oh. He has I, a vineyard? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, like, makes oh. he makes wine. He just hangs out yeah. and drinks wine. So him and Kyle MacLachlan are wine people. I dig <laughs> it. And then, like, Sam Neill. Oh, Sam Neill. And Francis Coppola, right? Uh, Francis who? Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, I've had his oh, wine. Yeah. Yes, I've had his wine and the rosé that Coppola makes. Uh, it's mm-hmm. called Sophia. It's wonderful. Aww. Best rosé I've ever had. Wonderful, just like the real Sophia. She's great. Speaking of great things, uh, monster movies. I watched Universal a bunch monster, of monster movies. movies. Yes, we talked over each other, but it's fine. Da, 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 da. Professionals. Yes, uh, right. Yes, okay, sure. Um, yeah, this week I watched a whole bunch of monster movies uh, in prep for. God, the mummy. Um, <laughs> that, that's coming out. That's and how the it's only reason. God, the mummy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The only reason. Okay. Let me get this out of the way. The only reason I'm going to see the mummy this weekend is because one of the movies I bought this week came with a free movie ticket for the mummy. All right. There you go. <laughs> so I Perfect. have eight dollars off a movie ticket to the mummy, starring but Tom Cruise. Double check that because sometimes it says. Uh, sometimes you go to a theater and it says no passes. Oh, it's so. a Fandango cache, so it's just, just making like a coupon code that you put in your Fandango app. And also say, I tried that for, I forget what movie, I think I was trying to see Logan or something, and the cache thing well, wouldn't work for me, like through Fandango. Well, it better work, it better yeah. work, or I'm going to walk home. Yeah, you ah. you make sure it works, Matt, and report back, because I had the hardest okay, time trying to cache one of those things in. Anyway, sorry to sidetrack you, Monster Anyway. Movies. This week at Talk Film Society, we're doing Universal Monsters Week, and uh, I have never had more fun going over and putting out articles about a series that we've done. Uh, I love the Universal Monster movies. So I got to write about James Whale's uh, The Invisible Man, starring Claude Rains' voice. And uh, holy crap, uh, this is one of my favorites in the series. Uh, Full disclosure, I was really upset that Rocky claimed my favorite monster movie of all time uh he wrote about uh creature from the black lagoon mm. but that but that's fine he he can do that and i'm <laughs> sure he'll do a he'll do a great job doing that uh anyway i watched my second favorite uh the invisible man 
and this movie is great. It holds the hell up. Uh, I am shocked that even that I watched it on Blu-ray, uh, that the visual effects for, like, I'd say, like, 70% of the visual effects in this movie hold the hell up. Oh, wow. Uh, there is a scene early on where he takes off his bandages and it looks like he's invisible. And this movie came out in 1933, and it still looks great, and it can still trick a mind and an eye that has been trained by CGI their entire life. Uh, it's really inventive. I mean, the the guy who did the special effects, he had to invent ways to do this because back then they didn't have they didn't have any types of type type of effects like this, and the way they did it was. They would cover Claude Rains in whatever was supposed to be invisible in black velvet, and they would shoot it up against a black velvet background. It was basically the really early version of a green screen or a blue screen. Ooh. And if you watch it now, uh, it holds up. It looks really good. It looks it looks really cool seeing him take these bandages off, and it looks like he's not even there. Uh Sure, every other, every once in a while you can see the strings holding up things that the Invisible Man is supposed to be <laughs> holding, but I mean that's fine. It's it's campy. It's a good time. Uh, but yeah, I love this movie. I love uh, James Whale. I think he is one of the best horror directors ever. Uh, he did this one. He did uh, both of the original Frankenstein films. Uh, he did one of the best movies that very few people have seen. It's called uh, The Old Dark House. Uh, with Boris Karloff as the crazy uh, butler. Uh, that's a really good one. If you can track it down, check that one out. Uh, yeah, no, James Whale was awesome. Uh, a lot of people have probably seen it, but uh, Gods and Monsters, uh, starring Ian McKellen uh, from the late 90s, uh, that was basically a James Whale biopic, and it's quite good. It's one of the better biopics. It shows him at like the later end of his life, basically telling tales of you know making monster movies uh, in the early 30s. Uh, and I get a lot of inspiration from this guy. I mean, James Whale was uh, an openly gay man in early Hollywood who had full studio support by Carla Mel Jr. working at Universal, who basically gave him carte blanche to make whatever he wanted. And that's pretty revolutionary for the time. Uh, you didn't really hear about that uh, back in those days. Uh, Marcel, have you seen this movie? I have not. Uh, oh my god! I'll, I'll say I've I've have not I've not seen many of these Universal monster movies. Um, I think I've only seen uh, Dracula and Frankenstein. So okay, all right. Yeah. Well, you've seen the two big ones. Yeah, I've seen the two big ones, and I think okay. I've also seen Bride of Frankenstein, but that was like many many so years good. ago. So no, I I have that box set. I have the Blu-rays. So <laughs> oh, you should you should crack that fucker open and, <laughs> and, and go to town. Uh, it is great. Um, it has uh, it comes with everything. It even comes with the fan of the opera movie that I didn't know existed until I got this box set. So that's fun. Okay, awesome. Yeah, they made a fan of the opera in the forties with Claude Rains, and I didn't know that existed. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just thought it was a Lon Chaney one, but yeah, me too. Hey, yeah, that's fun. Right, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, after that, I uh, skipped around and I watched oof, 2014's Dracula Untold, <laughs> which is why I got what, which is why I got eight dollars off the Mummy. 
Because when you buy this at Target for $8, you get $8 back to spend on the mummy. Hooray. Um, it's fine. Uh, Luke Evans is nice to look at for 90 minutes. I love Luke Evans, yeah. Oh, my God, he's he's a delight. Uh, and, I mean, the vampire stuff in this movie is great. I, I love, like, the vampire vision. I love the crazy... I guess Charles Dance made a has made a career of playing vampires because mm-hmm. uh, you know he did that in the Underworld movies and he does it here. He plays like the Lord Vampire who turns Vlad into Dracula. It's whatever. Um, this is based. <laughs> this is basically the opening five minutes of Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula stretched out to ninety minutes, <laughs> and it doesn't really work. Uh, but Luke Evans is nice to look at, and the effects are pretty cool. There's a really cool fight sequence that takes place in a room filled with silver dollars because, you know, Dracula can't handle silver. Uh, oh, that that's, is pretty cool. It is that pretty cool. cool anyway. He's uh, he's fighting a guy. Uh, I forget who he plays. Uh, he was in a Marvel movie. He played Tony Stark's dad. Oh, um, John Slattery. No, the other one. The younger oh. one. Oh, the first one? Uh, Dominic Cooper. Dominic Cooper. Yeah, he plays Dominic, Coop- Dominic Cooper while they're sword fighting. He has like uh, bags of coins and he keeps like what? slicing the bags open and they drain down on Dracula and burn him. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool fight That's sequence. Hysterical. Uh worth it's it's worth the eight bucks. Okay, if you want okay. if you want to check it out, or maybe it's And then I'll get eight bucks off the mummy. There Ooh. you go. So you basically won't have to pay to see the Tom Cruise mummy. <laughs> the um. oh my god. The the um I, I'll have the um uh, okay and after that uh, the past two nights Carlo and I have been watching uh, the Brendan Fraser mummy movies so good and yes they are uh, we watched the first one last night we watched the second one it ended about twenty minutes before we started recording this episode and these really are just super fun Indiana Jones ripoffs. <laughs> Uh, it's done with like you know big budgets CGI that doesn't hold up. Uh, They're just so silly. They're so much fun. They are so silly and so much fun and so quotable. Yeah, uh, I love these movies so much. Uh, Brendan Fraser, I miss him. Uh, I really do. He yeah. brings such like a a fun vibe to these movies. And Rachel Vice, my goodness, uh, Mrs. James Bond is great in this and i forget his name but he plays jonathan and he's great does anyone remember his name john hannah okay yeah he was on the recent (laughs) he was on shield recently and uh that's right yeah really great in that from the few episodes i saw he's great everything yeah he's pretty he's pretty good but yeah (laughs) I love these mummy movies and uh, we're going to be finishing up this new box set that I got and we're going to go see the mummy on Saturday and probably be disappointed and wonder where the hell Brendan Fraser is. <laughs> well, be... he's about to do like a new TV series, isn't he? Yeah, he just signed on for a, a TV show and which is uh, very exciting. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe there'll be a post-credit sequence with Brendan Fraser showing up and oh. saying, uh, Tom Cruise, you're... <laughs> I'm just showing up and saying, why did you do this? <laughs> We had a good thing going. Why uh, why'd you do this? I'll take it from here, Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, please. I mean, I, would I, I love the first one, the first Mummy. Uh, it's awesome. I'll say that, yeah. And uh, remember that part when uh, Brendan Fraser throws Rachel Weiss off the off the ship, Matt? Mm-hmm. 
Yes, I can swim when the moment calls for it. <laughs> yes, a, I know what I know what you're getting at. That's a callback, listeners. If you've listened to the early episodes where me and Matt Actually, argued, you, the the episode where we talked about all the mummy movies never came out because it was a corrupted file. Wait, that, what? That, that yeah, that's the Kyle Turner episode that never happened because the file was corrupt. That happened there. Okay, so well, people, yes. people don't. I, I'm sure. I thought there was there was at least one episode out there where we mentioned that. Maybe. I uh, maybe I have to look back in the archives. But Matt, whatever you, the movie's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you were like, no, that didn't happen. I'm like, Matt, like I know that happened. It, 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 the mummy was. We had a huge argument about what what movie the boat happened in. I was convinced it was the second movie. No, no, no. I first now I, they have a second movie has a flying boat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The Mummy is an important part of my childhood because I still remember. Damn. I still remember. Well, for me, it's kind of different because I still remember Rachel Weisz coming out of the water in that like <laughs> that nightgown she was wearing. So yeah, I'm always going to be a Rachel Weisz fan. So <laughs> always, that's a virtue. Yeah, we've we've come to the personal portion of the night. <laughs> that's all I'll say. Uh, moving on. Uh, yes, and tomorrow, uh, but yes, I will say that tomorrow night we will be watching uh, the third one. Yeah, which Sorry. yes is fucking <laughs> awesome. Uh, I'll mention the things I love about the third one right now. It has Yetis. Yep. Uh, it has Michelle Yeoh being a fucking badass. Mm-hmm. And it has Jet Li turning into King King, King Ghidorah. Mm-hmm. It is awesome. <laughs> I saw it in theaters and I I loved it. It's a good time. Yeah, bummer that Rachel Vice is not in it though. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. they they reference it and it's pretty funny when they reference. Yeah. it. Uh, I think her character's like on a book tour and they're like, did this really happen? And she's like, actually, it was a totally different person. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a fun wink and a nod from yeah. the director of the first Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> I, uh, I'll admit it, I, I do not have the enthusiasm you guys have for the third mummy. <laughs> I, I, I re- mean, like, it's not, it's great, but it's not good. Yeah. I remember watching I mean, it on HBO years ago and I'm like, this is not this is not good. I don't like this. So, I don't know. I got the new. I got this new Blu-ray set, but uh, I'll be watching the third one. I don't think I'll be watching the Scorpion King, uh, even no, though it came with no. it. So that's it's, not essential. No, it's just those four movies: the first three it's, Mummies, and then Scorpion King. Yes. Uh, how much was that set, Matt? Uh, Twenty-five at Target. Eh, nice. Which is the cheapest I've seen it anywhere. Anywhere else I've seen it, it's like thirty-five, forty bucks. I'm thinking about it, but. I, I had a bad experience. But they, have the, but they do have the individual movies for $8 each at Target. And you get 8 bucks off the mummy. Ooh, I might actually just pick up the I'm first listening. mummy. I might pick up the first mummy. Do it. Yeah, because I have the original, like, deluxe DVD set of the mummy. That um, comes with movie, mo- movie money for Mummy Returns, right? Yeah, <laughs> it does. We, we mentioned that. I'm sure we mentioned that on an episode, right? We did. Or, or is that a, a corrupted file? Uh, I think we mentioned that on the oh, episode. Boy. Listeners, I hope these callbacks are working for you. <laughs> we both we both still have our movie money from. Uh, yeah, I have. Uh, I should that, post a yeah. picture of that of my uh, Mummy Returns movie money that was in the Mummy Deluxe set. And I will post a picture of my I Am Legend movie money from the Soylent Green DVD. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, good times, good times. They looked like real checks. They were weird. <laughs> uh, Matt, do you have any more monster movies? I watched a bunch of Jason movies, but we'll talk about that another time. Yeah, to be continued. Yes. Um, so that's it for the movies. Uh, why don't we play a quick round 
of the pyramid Ooh. of the, of the yes. Haycast pyramid. Okay, so I have to pull up the file. Uh, Karen, are you ready for the pyramid? What is this again? So this is this is something we do at the end of every show now, uh, where it's 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 a game. So somebody it's going to be Matt giving you uh, clues, Karen. So All right. Matt's going to get five movie titles. He's going to give you clues. He cannot give you proper names. He got oh, no. no no actors, no directors, no other movie titles. Um, oh no! Just describe the plot, quotes, you know, whatever whatever else is left. So you'll have sixty seconds to try and get the five movie titles. So screwed. All right. All right. So Matt, uh, let me. How? Where are you sending these over? Uh, on the Twitter. <laughs> yeah, just, just, you just. Can... <laughs> you're just gonna, are you just gonna text me? Uh, actually, no, Twitter. Okay. Yeah, because I'm on my laptop, so it's gonna be a little harder oh. to do than I had done previous. So yes, I'm about to copy and paste. Let me get the timer ready. This is always a hassle. Like I'm setting it up. I should set it up before <laughs> I announce it. That's uh, fine. Because now there's like dead air. Uh, so so so. Dead so air. Hi, hi guys. Kind of like. <laughs> Pretty good. Kind of like tonight, I was we were watching the Mummy Returns, and I was like, "Flying boat, flying boat." <laughs> That's a thing that happened. That was weird. That was fun. <laughs> okay, so this list I just uh, made earlier today. Okay. Uh, I hope you'll like it, Matt. <laughs> we'll see. I, I'm gonna hate more. Any, any like sub genre under which these movies fall, or is it just anything? Oh, it's no, anything. They're, yeah, they're random. All right. All right. And you have 60 seconds, I think, right? Yeah, 60 seconds. So 60 seconds on the clock. Yeah, uh, this is where I'm really going to get kicked off the podcast. <laughs> uh, I'll just say uh, there have been some uh, some stinkers in the past, but... Some stinkers? I, 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 have, I have confidence in you, Karen. I think you can, pull, right. you can pull off. Thank you. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, by the Senate team of Matt's, I'll count it down. Three, um. two, one, go. <laughs> Okay, uh, the guy who invented the social network is hanging out with a bunch of undead. Zombieland. Okay, yes. a bunch yeah, of su- I did. I, yeah. Keep going. A bunch of, <laughs> bunch of superheroes have to fight monsters that come out of a hole at the top of New York. There's uh, a guy with a... There's a guy with a there was, yeah. Yep. Okay, um, I don't know what this movie is. Let's pass. <laughs> okay, uh, Jimmy Kimmel's uh, boyfriend for, doesn't have any idea who he is. Born Identity. Okay, good. Um, this guy tries to unearth a president. Uh, Watergate just happened. Let's interview him on TV. Frost vs. Nixon? Yes. Yeah. Good enough. And let's, uh, oh, and the third movie was a uh, super racist guy made a World War II movie. Yeah. Yep. What? Yep. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Uh, but he starred uh, in it? Yeah, I think so. Ooh, might have, I don't know. He might have directed it. Uh, he was in it for sure. Anti. I've never seen it. We we were soldiers. Oh, that okay. was hard. Yeah. Did he direct yeah, it? Gave... I think he. I have no idea. I don't Who think knows? he did. I don't think he did. Uh, but uh, but yeah, Matt, you uh, said uh, the Social Network, so I'm gonna deduct points from. Oh, I thought you. you I thought you couldn't name that movie that you were hinting at, no. but you could name other movies. I don't think you can name other movies. I don't think that's that's fair. Right? Oh, fine. Should, should the, guy who in, the guy who invented Facebook is... See, that would have been perfect. <laughs> I'm dead. 
but uh, but we we usually get this uh you know uh we it's it's like we almost know what we're doing Karen almost <laughs> okay so okay. I have five more test uh, me okay Karen do you want to give to Matt uh-huh. uh I'll try okay <laughs> uh is it okay if I send this to your Twitter DM Karen yeah that sounds great okay all right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, this podcast is fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a good time. <laughs> we have fun here. At least we're having a good time. Hope the listeners are having a good time. Right? I'm sure. I'm sure. It's, I get it's I, a synergy thing. I get pretty good feedback. <laughs> I hope so. Okay. Uh, I'll count it down. Here we go, resetting the I clock. I have not gotten them yet. Uh, I'll send them to you as I count down. Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Um, three people trapped in a basement. The world may or may not have ended. There's some big monsters at the end. Um, there's a jukebox. Um, uh, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yep. Great. Uh, kind of messed up family. Two of the siblings are in love with each other. Uh, the dad. Fires in the attic. No, uh, no. not quite. Um, there's a lot of them. One of them wears tracksuits, and his two twin sons also wear tracksuits. Uh, the dad uh, was a supervillain once in a movie what? in a different. Oh God, I'm These not. These are good clues. Pass. Right. pass, pass, pass. Uh, I don't really know the third one, so I'm gonna skip that. Third one. Um, uh, robot movie. Uh, there's a dance sequence. Um, Fuck. These uh, are good clues. This, this guy at a tech company gets to go hang Chappy? out with this. No. no uh, <laughs> guy at a tech company gets to go hang out with this super rich genius who has built a bunch of robots. Short there's, circuit. No. There's only one who's alive right now. Mostly it's the just Highlander. Yeah. Buzz. Buzz. Um, buzz. Time's done. Time's what done. were these movies? <laughs> I can't believe... Uh, the second one I tried to do was with the tracksuit kids was the Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, God And the robot one was Ex Machina. Fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he dances. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> tear up this fucking dance floor. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> the And the other two... Here, let me try to give you the other two, Matt. Um, okay, give me some hints. So what do you got here? this one... Uh, crazy on top. Uh, this guy falls in love with a girl. There's a heist. Some guy's brain gets blown out. Wizard of... No, I can't say a, a movie. Um, okay. Out of sight? No. <sighs> Skip it. Okay, other guy. Uh, chicken babies. Uh, get to eat them. head. There you go. <laughs> you just, you just cut them up like regular chickens. Yeah. They're, uh, they're new. The other one was Wadded Heart. That's kind of hard to describe. You easily could have just said your favorite romantic comedy. I would have said. <laughs> oh, but Wadded Heart. Like what? What we have said for Wadded Heart, Matt? What would I have said? Yeah. Uh, woman goes crazy, covers her face in lipstick. Uh, this leather jacket is a personification of what I stand for, or whatever. <laughs> I wear an Elvis necklace. Yeah. Rocky went. Rock, Rocky went to a marathon of my movies. <laughs> There you go. So that's that's the pyramid. Um, that was fun. I think it went well. Yeah, I think. I th- yeah, that was fun. I think we put we it did well. all right. Yeah, we did all right. Karen, what a mm-hmm. speaking of delights from the beginning of the episode. This was a delight. Uh, oh, thank you so much. I had a great time. Yeah, thanks for so coming much on. For being on. 
before we let you go, plugs, mm-hmm. where can the people listening find you online? Oh, um, well, I am on Twitter at Karen Y. Han. Uh, I write mm, for Slash Film and a bunch of other places. Um, everything's in my Twitter bio. Uh, I don't have really anything to plug immediately, but yeah, follow me on Twitter. There you go. Uh, please, folks, follow her. <laughs> Do it. I mean, I like I said earlier oh, in the reals. episode. Yeah, like I follow a lot of great people, and Karen is one of them. So there you go. I only tweet about a cure for wellness. So ready for that. <laughs> it's the number one cure for wellness fan account. <laughs> I got sent to bathroom. I've, I've peaked. I saw that. That I am so jealous. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie. I'm still jealous. Yeah. Uh, hey Matt, what about you? As usual, you can find me on Twitter at the Real Matt C, where I spout random bullshit, and you can also find me on Letterboxd to make sure I'm not lying about what movies I've watched. <laughs> and you can also find me at Talk Film Society, where I'm the editor at large. I've put on a few pounds, uh, put out some great content for everyone. There you go. As for me, on Twitter at Marcelo J Pico, uh, TalkFilmSociety.com. I'm the editor in chief still. Uh, I can't believe somebody hasn't fired me. Uh, and <laughs> po- podcast wise, listen to Soderbergh twenty eight twenty eight, where me and Mike Schindler listen. No, we don't listen. We watch Soderbergh movies, and you listen. Um, there you go. Uh, the, in the past week, we did uh, what did we do? The Good German. That's an, that's an interesting listen. Like, like, hear me for forty minutes try to put words to how odd that movie is. Um, and in the future, you'll hear me and Mike talk Oceans 13 and Che and nice. so on and so forth. So there you go. Soderbergh 2828. Uh, and that's it. Karen, thanks again. It was a fun time. Thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. And now, Matt, it's time to close the show with our signature catchphrase. So long and thanks for all the fish. Thanks for listening, folks, and keep on watching. Oh, yeah, that one. It's It's a a bit. bit.